workout of the day. Part eight, we're gonna do some gymnastic skills on the rings. We're gonna do progressions towards skin the cap. In Dunlir, we're gonna just mix it up and do some rolling candlesticks. They're a lot of fun. Part B then, our Metcon is on the ski erg. We're gonna do 45 second intervals with a partner for 18 minutes. We're gonna ski for 45 seconds, and then our partner will, and we keep changing. The difference is we change our stroke rate every interval. So we'll do 30 on our first interval, 35 on our next, 40 on our third, and then go back to 30, 35, 40, and so on. Let's stay with that, the Mekon there, the ski erg. Question one, why are we setting stroke rates on the ski erg? I don't think we've ever done this. Exactly. People are really familiar with stroke rates on the rower. Yeah. And then on the ski, they just ski like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny when you watch a ski workout, the difference in stroke rates around the room is yeah. wild. <laughs> it is vast. Yeah. So uh, I think it's time for us to start learning a bit more about the ergs. We're on this mission to get to our next benchmark week and have a bit more self-knowledge around yeah. how we relate to these machines. So here's a chance to just try out three different stroke rates. We have a really slow one. 30 is gonna feel monotonously slow. Yeah. Uh, 40 is going to feel maybe a bit too quick for some people. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then 35 is in the middle. I think a lot of people will sit naturally around 35 mark. Um, but controlling it is a chance to see how do I change uh, the pressure through the handles like I do on the rower when yeah. the stroke rate changes. And you should see like a big tall position on the 30 strokes per minute and a big power pull. Whereas on the 40, it might be a little shorter and a little bit less pressure, but it's loosen the handles a little bit. And then 35 is the middle ground. Yeah. I think, I know for me, whenever I'm skiing, I can start off really well and then I gravitate towards just me moving quickly and applying as little power as possible. So this would be a good way for over 18 minutes, if I was to do it, to really practice applying power even when I'm tired on this machine. 100%. When I think about the ski erg, if you said, like, if I said, go on a rower, and row for half an hour. Most people can do that. Yeah. Where the ski erg, half an hour of row of skiing. No way. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a much more daunting task to me. Like the, I would say my muscles would give up way quicker. Yeah, not heart rate. Yeah. It'd be a muscular thing. The people who are good at cross country skiing have learned how to become really aerobic with skiing. So they're not big power movements. Yeah. Uh, they're much more flowing, 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 less tension. So we need to learn that side of the, of the ski erg as much as we do the power side. Yeah. Perfect. Let's talk about this gymnastic skills. Very similar to yesterday with the handstand hold, play, practice, have some fun. Yes. But also with a clear intended outcome on this one as well. Yeah, the rings are probably the hardest implement to get good at in the, oh, in the gym. Hard. The least stable environment in the yeah. gym. And it creates a lot of strength demand. So we develop massive strength when we're doing the rings. But also massive fun. Like, yeah. who doesn't love swinging around the rings? It's so rewarding whenever you make progress on them as well. Yeah, and I find I get off them and like my muscles feel so well worked. Yeah. And, uh, I know upper body strength has gone up. So we're gonna do some skin the cat progressions. And skin the cat's fun movement as well, but they are working the fundamental strength for all of our other hanging gymnastics. When our skin, skin the cats get, get stronger, pull-ups get so much easier, yeah. toes to bar get easy, yeah. bar muscle-ups become possible. Because from a pure strength point of view, we're doing the actions of those things in a dialogue fashion. Um, but then, what I, what I love about this session, I look forward to doing this because I know the progressions are all have that challenge but fun element to it. Yeah. 
I find as well, from a health perspective, if my shoulders are feeling good, skin the cats feel amazing. And then if I have a little niggle, skin the cats get really, really, really hard. And then the opposite, I, I can jump on, I can do a skin the cat, and if that feels good, I'm like, oh yeah, my shoulder feels great. Yeah. It's just a telltale sign. It's big, big correlation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the shoulders, I mean, we think about when we do our kipping pull-up, every time we snap back into our hollow, our shoulder then takes over and has to close and pull us upwards. And that's what we're, we're training here. So when, this, when, when these things go well, our shoulders are on point.